Welcome to this special holiday edition of the Unmasking the Abuser podcast series. I'm Dr. Dina McMillan. As you probably know, I'm a social psychologist, a relationship consultant, and an expert on domestic abuse and violence. In the last episode, I used a broad brush to outline the strategies and tactics used by abusers. This went from the tricks they play when they're still selecting a partner to some of the more skilled moves that occur when a relationship's been established. If you haven't listened yet, please give it a try. Also listen to episode 10, where I use little rhymes and ditties to help you remember the behaviors in each of the tactics. It won't be as useful to know the maneuvers if you can't remember the details when you come across them in real life. You'll need to assure yourself and anyone close to you that you're picking up a real potential threat. Knowing the specifics makes all that much easier. Now let's discuss this very special episode. I was recently thinking about the upcoming holidays and the travel restrictions that mean I can't spend the time with my family. That leads me to lots of thoughts about family. Not just my family, yours too. Anyone who studies abusive relationships knows the holiday season and the times when families gather together adds exceptional layers of stress to any fragile relationships. This can increase the risk of an already volatile situation. The anxiety and the pressures of the holiday season aren't just or even primarily about romantic relationships. Therefore, we're also going to cover some ways to handle abusive relationships that aren't romantic. How do you protect yourself when the holidays mean spending time with people who are trying to emotionally tear you apart? They could be family members or the partners of family members. Your concerns may have nothing to do with your partner and everything to do with these other individuals. How do you get through as crisply and cleanly as possible? We'll discuss all of this today. I also want to remind you to not only listen to this episode when it's the major family holidays coming up, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's. This advice can serve as an important guide when you're preparing for a relative's birthday, a family reunion, or even a work event where attendance is mandatory. All of these situations may force you to spend time with someone who seems to get joy from your discomfort or even your tears. Already, Let's go. You're listening to the Unmasking the Abuser podcast with Dr. Dina McMillan. Today, we're doing a special holiday edition designed to address some of the most common and painful issues that grow bigger and bolder when families get together. Add in alcohol or past tensions, and it can get explosive. The overall goal, the target of your holiday season, should be to minimize the negative drama. So what can you do? Let's discuss some strategies for handling a few of the most familiar holiday incidents and circumstances. 
And before we start, and to make all this clear, we're going to call the people who ruin family get-togethers spoilers. Some of these individuals would qualify as abusers. Others have genuine personality disorders that make them challenging to deal with at any time. Some just have issues, or they're angry and resentful. I think they all deserve their own label, so we don't confuse them with our usual characters. I need to describe the spoilers so we're clear. Sometimes this is the person that tries to ruin things whenever the family gets together. They're always looking to start an argument, even about something misheard or misinterpreted. This can be one of the most surprising and frustrating occurrences. It can hit you like a physical blow when someone angrily takes offense at something you haven't even said or accuses you of something you haven't even done. When spoilers do this, they're just looking for an excuse to vent their anger at you. Perhaps you seem too happy or you're getting too much positive attention from others. Unfortunately, when spoilers are in the wrong, their rage is especially explosive. It doesn't dissipate once people explain that what they got angry about didn't actually happen the way they think. They're not going to apologize. They'll usually keep feeding their rage, stealing all of the oxygen from the room. Perhaps they'll calm down a little if everyone turns to placate them. Perhaps some relatives will try to rationalize the event and say it happened because the spoiler is under enormous stress or something happened to them recently. Your best option in this case is to make yourself scarce, leaving completely if that's possible. At the very least, go to another room or go out for a walk. Try not to stew on it. It's unfair and infuriating and it seems as though they're getting away with it again. Don't be surprised if you feel betrayed by the unwillingness of many to stand up for you. Well, they know if they do, the spoiler will turn and vent their anger in their direction. Most people are afraid to stand up to a bully. Just remind yourself to spend as little time in the spoiler's company as possible now and into the future. A variation of this type of spoiler is someone who insists on expounding on controversial topics and becoming belligerent with anyone who disagrees or even if they're asked to change the subject. They're not happy until someone is upset and possibly crying. Then they'll insist on leaving, ruining the day for everyone who came with them. Other spoilers need to be the center of attention at all times. Their misbehavior will increase if anyone else has good news or successes that are getting praise from the group. These spoilers will then do things like drinking to excess, to the point of passing out, or throwing up, or even needing to be rushed to the emergency room. Perhaps they'll say they're having a panic attack or a physical emergency. 
they may start in with a woe is me conversation about all of their troubles, past and present, complete with crying, wailing, and blaming of people in the group. They'll darken the mood for everyone and erase all the joy in the day. Another type of spoiler is more insidious and more cunning. They get a kick out of planting doubts and mistrust in other people, causing discord between family members who might otherwise get along. This type of spoiler uses the flying monkey tactic, whispering gossip, making accusations, starting a he said, she said that escalates tensions. Then they stand back from the fray and try to look innocent. Have you ever had a sad sack spoiler in your family? The kind of person that isn't happy unless they're complaining? Comparing this holiday to others that were so much better, according to them. Buying presents for this person is also a trial. They're never happy with what you get them, no matter how much time and effort was spent on selecting and purchasing the item. Sometimes these sad sack spoilers will open your gift and then regale everyone with stories about an even better gift someone else received from their even more successful child. I thought I'd add an honorable mention of a type of spoiler that's a bit more passive-aggressive. This type of spoiler doesn't start arguments or get drunk. Instead, they just don't pull their weight. They'll arrive late, throwing the schedule into a frenzy. If they were supposed to bring something, they'll claim they forgot it and make sure it's too much trouble to go back and retrieve it. If something's needed at the last minute or support is required to get the meal out on time, they'll have handy excuses why it can't be them that helps. You may not be surprised that this person is the most likely to ask for financial assistance at the end of the evening from whomever is the softest touch in the group. Do you have another type of spoiler in your family group? Want to share with the rest of us? If so, email me at unmaskingpodcast at gmail.com. That's unmaskingpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Now let's begin the guidance at the beginning. I warn you now, you may be annoyed by this first key survival tactic. I'm still going to suggest it. Here it is. No matter how much you've been looking forward to the holidays, I'd advise you not to think of that day or that event as a holiday for you. Think of it instead as something to get through with as little pain as possible. Any happiness experienced on the day will be a plus, but that's not your aim. Getting through without disaster is your aim. I know this is incredibly unfair. Many of the most effective tactics to endure the holidays around a spoiler are going to seem like a buzzkill. I'm sorry. If you're like me, you get excited, you buy gifts, you play special music, you put up lovely decorations to get everyone into the spirit of things. So why am I suggesting you can't just enjoy yourself? You can enjoy yourself carefully 
and while being vigilant, because the spoiler is always poised to pounce as soon as you let your guard down. That's why the suggestions in this episode don't focus on what's fair or the best case scenario. This is all about minimizing your emotional risks. If you're like many families, the old wounds and new annoyances combined with holiday stress can escalate anger like nothing else. Even families without a history of actual violence could find themselves involved in yelling competitions, slam doors, and threats to never speak to each other again. Holiday get-togethers are bliss when they work and agony when they don't. I'm advising you to play it smart. You cannot control what a spoiler is going to say or do, whether they're your romantic partner, a blood relation, or the partner of a relative. The only thing you can control is what you do. Start with your perspective about the whole thing. Don't see it as a chance to relax and let your hair down or a great chance to catch up. If you have a spoiler, keep that in mind as you plan what you'll do. Have you ever had options planned for dates? Setups where you agreed to have a friend or sibling call you as a get-out-of-dinner-free card? Consider doing something similar for the holidays if you can. That way, if the spoiler is making things unbearable, you can claim an emergency, grab the kids, and head out before your anxiety reaches boiling point. Here's another perspective shift for the holidays. If you have people at your get-together you really care about and whose company you truly enjoy, make a promise to yourself to see them as soon as possible after the holiday event. At that later date, you can choose who's invited and won't have to worry about the spoiler making it unpleasant for everyone. Another very strong suggestion. If you usually enjoy a few glasses of wine or the odd beer, the holiday with a spoiler isn't the time to do it. Just like when you're first getting to know someone romantically, Be very wary of anything that would cause a loss of inhibitions that accompanies alcohol or any other activity. You need to be fully on your guard and can't afford mistakes. Not fair, you say? This is a chance for you to relax and have fun? Oh, we talked about this. Better a small sacrifice that you control instead of a big disaster that can follow you into the new year. In fact, start planning your holiday strategy ahead of time. Think about past family get-togethers. What seemed to be the trigger? Was the spoiler picking on you? Were they intentionally trying to rile up someone else? Did they intentionally set two other people against each other? Do they normally pitch a fit whenever they're not the center of attention? Do they just drop bombshells into conversation and then enjoy the havoc it causes? And when does it usually happen? Before the meal? At the table? Afterwards when people are catching up and relaxing? 
Maybe you don't want to think about it. It may be a sore spot. You'd rather plan for this time to be a good time. And maybe you're right, but probably not. Rose-colored glasses and your new superpower don't go together. Facing up to uncomfortable truths and tough situations is possible for you now. You're strong. Plan ahead. Try to figure out some feasible ways to undermine the spoiler's success. Can you seat the spoiler and their usual target far apart from each other? Can you think of a set of clever and interesting topic changes that you can interject to keep the temperature down? What about board games or even televised sports you can use as a distraction? Can you insist on no politics or religion or lifestyle conversations and have it obeyed by the spoiler? If not, is there someone else in the family the spoiler will listen to and that you can discuss this with beforehand? Speaking of other family members, it might be a good idea to discuss your strategy with others who are open to finding ways to save the holiday meal. Don't bother with those who think everything just automatically works out or who always seem to take the spoiler's side or who regularly make excuses for the spoiler. Find someone, if you can, who's realistic and just wants to get through with as little negative drama as possible. Brainstorm some moves to keep the spoiler from getting the upper hand. Here are just a few suggestions. How about asking the person who's being picked on to help you with something in the kitchen or ask them to do something for the children? Give them a legitimate reason to leave the room if the spoiler starts playing their cruel games. What if the spoiler then turns their attention on you? Have some ways to shield yourself including leaving the option open to exit the party if things get too heated. Resist the temptation to defend yourself if they say something hurtful and untrue. Tell them you'll have to agree to disagree if they start in on something that matters to you and then treat it with contempt. Ignore their use of your past history to try and embarrass you or to draw you into an argument. If the spoiler tries to grab the attention away from you, probably because something good has happened for you and someone else mentioned it, don't fuss about it. If they begin their histrionics, remind yourself you'll share the good feelings with your loved ones at a later time when the spoiler isn't there and ignore their attempts to steal everyone's attention as much as possible. Find something else to do with the children, or get after-dinner coffee or tea, or help with the cleanup. Try to put some distance between you so you can calm down and maintain your self-discipline. And don't forget that friend call that you set up. Have this person check on you. If you need to get out, that can be a reason it's probably best to pick a medical emergency for that friend so your other relatives will be more accepting. 
but that's not true. (laughs) I know. Don't be superstitious here. It's better to tell a harmless falsehood than put yourself and your family through the spoiler's misery. Keep reminding yourself that all time isn't now. Let your mind wander to the nice time you'll have later without the spoiler there to ruin it. And there's another thing we should mention before I go. I've seen crises occur because the spoiler is an abusive partner and their victim uses the proximity of supportive loved ones to let loose their anger and frustration. They tell on the spoiler by detailing all of their misdeeds. They temporarily stop acting submissive and accepting and let the spoiler know how much pain they've caused. I would never recommend this. I wouldn't recommend it even if the spoiler is another family member or the partner of a family member. It's especially risky if the spoiler is your partner. Even if they're clever enough to act contrite at the time, while they're around your support system, their anger later will be overwhelming. The narcissism that underlies the psyche of abusers means they never forgive and they never forget if they're humiliated publicly. Never mind that they have no compunctions about doing this to their partners. If it's done to them, they lose the plot. It's not worth the risk. It could result in severe mistreatment, even serious violence. Wait to unload about the harmful treatment you've experienced until you're in a support group or a therapy session and after you permanently exit the abusive relationship. However tempting it may be, keep up the calm pretense while the spoiler, your abuser, is still in your life and approach the holidays with caution. Now, I don't want to end this on a negative note, so I would also suggest you think of the holiday season in segments. Enjoy any parts of it that are good. Consider anything ruined by the spoiler separately. Pull it out and mentally put it in a box that's completely separate from the rest. Don't give the spoiler the power to destroy your entire holiday. That's their intention. Resist them. Keep reminding yourself about your future plans with your loved ones and how enjoyable those will be. Hope for the best while you mentally and psychologically arm yourself for the worst and do your absolute best to still enjoy a happy holiday. If you want to talk about anything here, contact me at unmaskingpodcast at gmail.com. That's unmaskingpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and happy holidays.